Welcome back to Jesus Unfiltered with Eddie D and Nicole. On this episode, Eddie ponders on the idea of placing every thought and emotion under Christ's submission. And God reveals to us that just because our thoughts and feelings are good doesn't mean that they are godly. Now, Jesus Unfiltered with Eddie D and Nicole. What's up, everybody? Hello, hello. I'm Eddie D. I'm Nicole. And you are watching or listening to another episode of Jesus Unfiltered. Uh, we're certainly excited to be here among you guys today and already thanking you guys for the love that we're getting on all the media platforms, um, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook. Um, we're just grateful that you guys are listening in and um, and enjoying what you're hearing so far and know that you're going to get a lot more of this moving forward. And so we're just really thankful for all the love that we're receiving so far and, um, you know, hope to continue doing this until Jesus comes back. Um, and so just definitely thank you so much for the support that we're getting um, from you guys already and hope that we just continue to give you, you know, what Jesus has given us and hope that, you know, it, it, it that it makes a difference in y'all's lives as much as it's making a difference in ours. Um, got anything you want to say to the people? Um, nope. Love you. We're ready to get started. Okay. All right. Um, so <clears throat> today, um, I wanted to talk about um, taking every thought captive. Um, now, I, I'm, I'm, I'll go ahead and put this disclaimer out there. I did not come up with this on my own. I heard this on somebody's TikTok. <laughs> I can't remember who it was. I believe it might be Daughters. TikTok, um, and um, daughter is um, a person who does every TikTok she does is like she has this moment with God, and then she shares the moment that she had with Him with us. Um, and one of the moments that she had was talking about take. I believe if it was her um, taking every thought captive, and the fact that when we think about taking every thought captive, we only think about negative thoughts. We don't think about all thoughts. We only think about the negative stuff. Um, and so um, so that's where I wanted to talk about today. Um, and when she talks about um, coming um, or taking thoughts captive, she's coming out of a second Corinthians chapter 10. Um, and I want to make sure I mark it so that way you have to go flip and flip it and flip. Um, when he says, um, starting in verse three, of, of, of 2 Corinthians chapter 10. For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have defined power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments in every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ, being ready to punish every disobedience when your obedience is complete. Um, and so in that context, because I don't want us to just, you know, be saying that it would mean something that it don't mean in that context, <clears throat> gosh, eh. in that context, I'm sorry, y'all, that sounded real nasty. <laughs> in that context, Paul was talking about defending the faith against people who have opinions about God that are contrary to the gospel. And so he was saying that he that he wanted the Corinthian church in particular, um, and as by extension, us as Christians to be mature in our faith so that when we hear something that is contrary to God, we're able to take that thought 
and place it under the submission of Christ, testing whether or not that thought is of him or not. Um, and so in that context, he was talking primarily about people who, you know, heresies, blasphemies, um, you know, false prophets, false doctrines, and those sort of things, and ensuring, ensuring in us that we are growing in our faith. And as we're growing in our faith, being able to have better discernment against, against thoughts that are not of Christ, that are not of God. And so that's the context through which he said, take every thought captive and place it under the, under the feet of Jesus. And so again, I wanted to put that disclaimer out there because I don't want us to take that one verse and rip it and make it mean what we want it to mean. So within that context, um, the thing that the thing about um, every opinion is that we sometimes will assume that when we're talking about um, when we're talking about thoughts going up against Christ, we act as if those thoughts will be very um, obvious. We think those thoughts to be very, very in your face. I can tell that's not of God. I can tell that's not of God. And we can see it real quick. We see it real easy and we can denounce it right away. But the reason why Paul was making this point so strongly is because most often than not, the thoughts that we need to take captive are so much more subtle than what we think. We think that the thoughts are just as simple as, you know, um, you know, God says um, thou should not kill, but I want to kill somebody. Like, no, no, don't kill anybody. Like, that's very simple. But the thought, the, the, the arguments that Paul is talking about is, you know, well, did God surely say you would die? Because yeah. if you eat of the tree, you're going to be like God. You know, talking about those crafty arguments and those crafty, you know, thought processes um, that make us think that what God said ain't what he really meant. And it being, again, so subtle and so simple that we sometimes act as if um, we sometimes act as if you know we can easily spot it, but really and truly we can't. Or, or rather, it's just, it takes a lot more maturity in the faith to sit down and wonder: Is this thought really of God? Um. So yeah, I was really wanting. Oh well. Um. So oh, I know I mean, you're gonna say you're gonna say more. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Go okay, ahead. okay. Because yeah, I mean, because you look like you're chomping at the bit. That's why I was like, you want to jump in, or you want to, you want me to finish the, well, the opening thought. Well, I will. I will say this. I will say this. I love what you're saying because that is so true. Like every thought that we think is 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 just in your face. It's not always in your face that can lead you astray. <clears throat> Even. Sometimes when people are trying to give those quote unquote affirmations, like sometimes those can try to lead you in a path that's not in the will of God. Mm -hmm. And so you have to be careful with that because yes, affirmations are good for us. I use them a lot because it's something that I have grown to uh, feel that, you know, it's something that I do need every now and then. But you have to be careful of what affirmations you are using for yourself. Like sometimes I, I think to myself, <laughs> if you tell some, if 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 you know that you are say a 
very bad storyteller. I'm going to use a, a Brooklyn Nine-Nine reference. Mm -hmm. Reference Terry here. Mm -hmm. If you know that you are a very, very bad writer, storyteller, don't go and tell yourself just because you're trying to be positive and you're trying to make yourself a be, be a better writer. Don't go tell yourself, I'm a great writer. I can I can do this now. If it, I feel like I'm saying it wrong. If you know something about yourself that's not true, don't try to make yourself be what you know you're not. <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. No, I got you. I got you. Please say it better. Same same Brooklyn Nine Nine different episode when um Terry was trying to get Buddy fired. And Buddy yes. believed that he was a great yes. singer. Oh my God! That's yes. not gonna stop my dream. If you know, ah. and I guess the thing is, this person didn't really know that he was a bad singer. Come on now. No, no, he, no, you gotta know, man. You gotta don't know. Lie. Don't lie. Don't to lie yourself. to yourself, and don't lie to people. And don't let people lie to you. And don't let people lie to you. When if, I if, mean, if you, if you try to make a career out of this, you will die on the street. <laughs> <laughs> when I when I talk about those positive affirmations, don't don't put don't I guess what I'm trying to say is don't put I guess a title on it. Like if you if you wanna if you want to believe and you know that you can believe in yourself that you're capable of doing, just don't put a title on it. Don't say I'm capable of doing such and such. Okay, mm -hmm. well, say I'm capable. I'm capable. Say mm -hmm. I'm capable. Say I can do this. Mm -hmm. Say I got this. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, use those positive affirmations to help guide you into whatever it is that you're trying to do. But you know yourself. Come on. <laughs> you know yourself. <laughs> and I didn't want to say that and I didn't want to come off as don't go for your don't don't, don't go for, your, for dreams. your dreams. Don't shoot for <laughs> you. I didn't want to come off like that. But I'm glad you said that, though, if I may interrupt you, yeah. because that's part of the reason why I wanted to bring it up today. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times what we do, it, and, it, and it's, it's, it's simple, but it's complicated at the same time. What we do a lot of times is we have an idea about what we want to do, and then we try to get God on board with us. Mm -hmm. Or people, church people, have an idea of what they want us to do, and they, and speak, they speak those things, those things into us, and then, and then we, we take them on as if that's ours. And yes. I'm pr prime example number one when my granddad told me at like 16, 17 years old, he thought that I'd be a pastor of a church of a 2,000 member church one day. Mm -hmm. I took that and I owned that, and I tried my hardest. Are you not? I mean, listen, listen. God has a funny way of doing things, so I'm not complaining. Are there two thousand people I'm not, listening out I'm there? I'm not. A thank, thank you for that affirmation, darling. <laughs> that was fantastic. I love how you. I love what you did there. I love what you did there. But I thought that meant that I gotta be in a brick mm. and mortar five hundred one c three organization and all that jazz. So thank you for just making me feel good about myself. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that was really nice. Like how you did that, but but that was but that was the thing. I put I took that on as my thing, and it's God's will for me to do this, rather than taking that thought mm -hmm. and placing it under that's submission that's of Christ yes. and asking Christ, "What do you want me to do?" 
So that's what you were talking about when you said even the even the good, even good thoughts, even good thoughts, and um, right, and then that takes me um to what I remembered about um, I think it's in Colossians chapter two when it talks about plausible arguments. Um, he was saying in verses verses three uh, verses two through four. Their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love, to reach the all richness, all the richness of full assurance and understanding and the knowledge of, of God's mystery, which is Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I say this in order that no one may delude you with plausible arguments. For though I'm absent in the body, yet I'm with you in spirit, rejoicing to see your good order and the firmness of your faith in Christ. Therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. This is the part that I'm um, in verse eight. See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy mm. and empty deceit, mm. according to human tradition, oh. according to the elemental spirits of the world uh -huh. and not according to Christ. For in him, the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. And you have been filled in him who is the head of all rule and authority. And that's why you and see, that's what I was I was wanting to 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 point out and make known here. Because where is it? Oh. Where is it? Second Corinthians. Yes. Okay. Um, because yeah. that is important. Mm -hmm. Because in this, one mm -hmm. thing really stood out to me. He says that <clears throat> where is it? Um, I'm just going to kind of read it again. Mm -hmm. We destroy arguments in every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ, mm -hmm. being ready to punish every disobedience mm -hmm. when your obedience is complete. Mm -hmm. You guys, taking those thoughts captive, like to me, the thought sometimes is not the sin, the disobedience. Is the sin acting on the thought is what's leading to your sin so mm -hmm. that's why you have to when you think it mm -hmm. you have to take it captive mm -hmm. so that it doesn't lead you to an act just like you. we talked about with David David yes. thought ooh that she was fine I want okay. her okay thinking okay. somebody's fine that's not that's a not sin. a sin she's fine sin. okay but but, but what did go, but what did it ahead. lead to what go did ahead. it lead to now I'm finna bring her to my house. Yeah. Got a whole, got a whole, got a whole husband. Yeah. I'm gonna bring her to my house. That's your best friend. You're supposed to be your best friend. I'm gonna bring her to the house. And and Jesus said it himself. And G and in Jesus, what he was referring to when he said, you know, you, you the um the the um commandment says, thou shalt not commit adultery. But if you have lust in in your heart, you've already committed a sin. In that he was saying that we we are all sinful people in need of a savior to help us when we have those thoughts to then reach to then reorient them mm -hmm. to put them under submission of Christ. Yeah. And so the thoughts themselves are not bad inherently. They are thoughts that we're going to have because we're human. Mm -hmm. But when we have the thought, we also yeah. have the ability to say, "I need to align." Does this align? with Christ. Mm -hmm. This is aligned with what I say I believe in. Yes. And in that, our positive thoughts can sometimes lead us in bad directions too. Yes. Because we can sometimes think, ooh, this is a good thing that I want to do, but is that the God thing? 
Is that the God thing to do? And a lot of times, you know, we'll say, you know, well, you know, well, you know, it is, it, it, it's not, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm not doing anything bad. Yeah, morally and ethically, according to the eyes of people, you might not be. But what does God say? Exactly. What does God say? And I don't think we take that into consideration more than we do negative thoughts, yeah. negative thinking, yeah. negative bad acts and bad actions. Like we we will we'll we'll put those under submission to Jesus in a heartbeat because they're bad. Mm -hmm. But we but you know but we don't look at if we have a good thought. Oh, I need to put that under submission to Christ. Yeah, I need to see what He says about it. Mm -hmm. See what He thinks about it. Yeah. So I like what this says, and I and before we get into more of those good thoughts, because that is a big like that that just kind of changes the whole game for me because you, you think to yourself, okay, I want to go on this trip. So then, do you think to yourself, okay, everything I want to do is that going to make me crazy? Okay, but before we go into all that, I love where I love how this says uh, this little blurb right here: taking every thought captive is simple. But it isn't easy. Mm. It's a simple concept. Mm. Mm -hmm. But it's not an easy thing to do. Well, now it takes, um, and they say it takes dedication, facts, self awareness, facts, and faith in God, facts. And that is something sometimes that's hard for us because what what is what is hard for us sometimes dedication. Come on now, dedicate myself to to, mm -hmm. to holding these thoughts captive. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I just. Just wanna. I want. I, I just want what I want. That's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Want what I want. Yeah, I want what I want. Self awareness. You know, it's. I feel like a lot of times we, we know. are self aware. We know. We ignorant. We, we want to be. We we want to. We want to be ignorant. We want to be oblivious. We want to uh -huh. be dumb. Yes, but are we really? Come on. Or just Not wanting to ignore it. And so then that last one, faith in God. You have to really ask yourself, do I really have faith in God? Mm -hmm. Because people can say they do every day, all day. Yeah, I got faith in God. I trust Jesus with everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do. But then when the rubber meets the road, do you really, even with the good things? And, you know? and, you, know, and you know why? Because a lot of times we feel like in order to worship God, we can't do certain things. Yeah. And so we feel like God's robbing us of mm -hmm. joy, robbing us of pleasure, robbing us of satisfaction. Because um, some pastors have said, you know, when it came to, um, to to Eve, you know, being deceived, she was thinking, you know, to a certain degree, God is trying to keep something from me. He's, she, he's trying to hide something from me. He knows something that he's not, that he's not making me aware of. He's trying to deny me of pleasure by not allowing me to eat of this fruit. And you know, when I think about that, I think about when Jesus was crucified and then I think about in today's time how we keep things, not even like keep things. I think about the fact when our daughter came to us and asked us where babies come from mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and telling her the truth, we didn't give her the explicit. The, the explicits. Mm -hmm. We gave her the 19 year old version right. of it, right? Mm -hmm. We gave and her so, what, what was, oh my God, what was palatable for her at the time at, exactly so when i think when when people say things like that mm -hmm. i don't believe that god was trying to keep something from them right but right. he knows right. us mm -hmm. he knows when we're ready for what we're ready for mm -hmm. just like with jesus he's 
I said this last week, I believe, mm-hmm. or the week before, if I would tell them, you know, the, the truth, the truth, truth, if I would tell them everything, mm-hmm. they wouldn't have crucified me. Mm-hmm. Or know? if they knew. Yeah. If they knew, mm-hmm. they wouldn't have crucified me. I think about that story with the, 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 the man and his daughter when the daughter was like, um, I'm probably going to get this all wrong, but I'm going to say what I kind of remember. You know, was asking a question about something specific and wanted to know the facts about it all. And, you know, the father was like, hey, daughter, pick up that suitcase for me. And she couldn't pick it up. Mm-hmm. And so then she said, I can't pick it up. I can't do it. And then he told her some things in life, you have to wait until you're ready and strong enough to handle it. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. that's what I'm doing for you. Mm-hmm. When you're strong enough to handle this, I will give it to you if mm-hmm. it's my will. If it's your will. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, when I think about that, that's what that's where my mind kind of goes. And I'm grateful for that because I feel like if some of the things, if I would have, we always say, and it's funny, we always say if I would have known back then what I know now, Man. it would have been totally different. Man. But can we honestly say if I would have known back then what I will, what I know now, I could have handled it. Right. I feel like we had to go through some things and people have right. to go through some things right. to get to where they God are. can show them and tell them mm-hmm. the things that they know mm-hmm. at the, the time they know. Because had we known what we, if we'd have known then what we know now, our entire lives would be altered. It would be. We would not be would where we, we are. Would, 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 we would, we on, like, would we be here? Come on. Would we be here? Right. Like, you know, if we knew then what we know now, you know, our entire lives would have been altered because we would have said, not this way, that way. Mm-hmm. Not this way, that way. And, and we would have made that choice our own. Mm-hmm. We would have been mm-hmm. God. We would have been God. Exactly. <laughs> God's like, no, let, I got this. Yeah. Let me, I got this. Let me do this for you. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times, you know, God is trying to, you know, grow us in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he, it's not always about punishment. That's what people keep. That's what gets me a lot of times. It's discipline. It's discipline. Discipline is not about beating somebody up. Yeah. Discipline is is anything that you're trying to do. You're going to have to go through the steps to mm-hmm. get to it. That is discipline. Yeah. The, and so if you're going trying to become a teacher, there is mm-hmm. a discipline you have to go through in order to become a teacher. Being yeah. a therapist, there's a discipline that I had to go through in order to become a therapist. Yeah. When it goes to going to school, there's a discipline you have to go through in order to get to the 12th grade and graduate from high school. Like exactly. every everything is a discipline. Karate is a discipline. Mm-hmm. Bicycling, if you're going to be your own athlete or whatever, there's a discipline that you have to go through. And, you know, semantics, oh, I don't like the word discipline. Okay, whatever. But at the end <laughs> of the day, you have to discipline yourself because you are becoming a disciple. A disciple uh-huh. of yeah. something. And yeah. so, you know, anytime you're 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 patterning yourself to become something that you want to be, you are becoming a disciple of that thing. And the same thing it is with the faith. We are disciples of Christ. Mm-hmm. That's why when people ask me, you know, what what would you know am I a Christian? Like, no, I'm a follower of Jesus. I am disciplining and patterning myself as best as I can by the power of the Holy Spirit in Christ, disciplining myself to be more like Christ every day. Mm-hmm. And because of that, you know, that in that that bringing it back home, that's why it's imperative that we know how to give our thoughts to Christ. Yeah. That that again, it's simple, it's simple. but it's not easy, it's not easy. Because when it comes to I mean those three things you just mentioned 
um, and pull them, pull them up again because I mean, dedication, dedication self awareness, and, and faith in God. Um, what's the first one again? Dedication. The dedication part, like you gotta Oof. want this. You got to. You gotta want this. And, you know, we debt, huh? That what Come we on. want. <laughs> we're gonna do. Yeah. You know, if you want it bad enough, you're gonna do it. You know, and we think we think about it all the time with, with kids in general. You know, they they know all of the the rap songs, they know all of the um of the of the YouTube videos, they know all those things. But when it comes to the school, yeah. let alone the things of God, you know, they struggle and have such a hard time with it. Why? Because more often than not, they don't care about that stuff. But they care about the YouTube videos, they care yeah. about the music, they care about what they watch on TV. They That's can tell you use those things. Listen. Right. So I think right. myself dedicated. So, so I I was dedicated to being a teacher, mm -hmm. but I could not do that without going through the steps. So even though I don't want to go through the steps, what do I do? I dedicate, dedicate myself, myself to it because to I know it. what I want. Well, at the end of the tunnel, what is at the end of the tunnel? That's why Paul says, even though I haven't attained it yet. I'm still running toward it. Mm -hmm. I have it, but I don't have it. Mm -hmm. So I'm running toward the mark. What's the mark? Christ. Mm -hmm. I'm running toward him every single day. I'm yeah. dedicating and disciplining myself to the things that he said, the things that he's done, the yes. things that he's revealing to me. And I'm running every single day, even though I already have it. I ain't there yet. Mm -hmm. So I'm so I'm like so I'm like a man running a marathon. I'm yeah. gonna keep running until I get there, yeah. even though I, I even though I already have it. So I dedicate this. myself to this thing. Yeah. And so, like we said, you know, there are parts to the faith. There's parts to life that we don't want. Like, we don't want. like. Like we were saying the other day about yeah. the job stuff. Yes, there are things on the job that I you don't, don't like. Want I don't do. want to go to work sometimes. <laughs> I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. But do I want money? Do I want my house? Do I want my cars? Do I want my, my, my food? Do I want to go? With, do I want to hang out with my kids? Do I want stuff for us to do? Yes. So I got to go to work. I got to work. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry that life is not the way that we want it to be where people just give us money or okay. give us the resources or whatever. But that ain't the way life's set up. It is and it's never been set up that that way. You know, there's always been some type of barter or trade system or whatever. So no matter what country you go to, there's something you're going to have to do in order to get what you want or what you need. And so, um, but and so to, to that end, it's we got to dedicate ourselves to it. Yes. Got to dedicate ourselves. And that's the thing, again, T.D. Jakes' um, my, my, his, my favorite sermon of his is was um, Commitment. Because he, 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 it was one of the few times that he really hit the gospel hard, yeah. you know, because he's not, he's there, but not there, kind of. Right, right. And so, like, he, and he was like, that's the problem with a lot of us. We're not committed. Mm -hmm. We're not committed. We want, we want the results, but we don't want the work. We don't want to <laughs> dis discipline ourselves and pattern ourselves and conform ourselves to what it is that we say that we want in our faith. If we say that we believe in, in Jesus, we got to be dedicated to the process, dedicated to sanctification, dedicated to fit to, to patterning ourselves to where we're always striving to be in the will of God. We may not always be there, but we're striving to be there every day. We are, as David was a man after God's own heart. Don't mean that he had the heart of God, but he was a man after God's own heart. Like, okay, I want to be where you are. <laughs> De Deidre Haddon. I want to I, I, I wanna be where you are. Like, that's where we, that's where we, we want to be. 
we, wherever he's at, that's where I want to be. Um, and then you said um, dedication. <laughs> I know, right? Self dedication, self self awareness. Like you said, a lot of us we know. Mm-hmm. We we know. Yeah. We know. We know what we're doing, mm-hmm. and we know what we're not doing. Mm-hmm. And we do it anyway. And we know if it's wrong or not. And we, most of most the time, of the time, most of the time, we do we do, we do it, but we do it anyway. And again, the thing that we do in in a vacuum might not be bad. Yeah. <laughs> that time, I don't want to go to work. <laughs> I don't want to bother. I don't want to be bothered by anybody today. <laughs> Nothing inherently wrong with it. In a vacuum, nothing wrong with not want to go to work. But you got a whole series of steps you got to go through in order to, get, to secure that you're not going to work. And I did none of those steps and got the whole, got the whole United States military looking for me. Are you okay? That was a, that was a bad thing. And point and, and point, but point being, point. But it was not a good day. It was not a good week. Um, yeah. And the point of the matter is, all I had to do was go through the steps. I wanted the end result, but I didn't want to go through the steps. And more and more to the point, that wasn't the thing. That wasn't the right thing to do anyway. The right thing to do was to go to work. Period. No, bro, you got a job to do. You know, you got. And if you want a day off, you need to go through the steps and tell people, hey, tomorrow I'm taking a day. Get, get get ready. Get prepared. Get get all the people necessary. Let you know. Let everybody know. I'm 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 by myself tomorrow. Um, that was what I should have done. That was you the that. I, I, a little bit. I, I mean, right, right. Not I just right got, got to the right people. Not to not to the right people. Right. Mhm. Mhm. And so to that end, it's like, um, again, I'm fully aware, fully aware. They did try, but then they try to be ignorant after the fact. Well, not me. I was like, no, I know what I did and know what I didn't do. I'm, I was dumb. Um, but but a lot of times, again, we know what the right thing to do is, but we just choose to do what we want to do anyway. And so in order for us to take those thoughts captive, we have to be aware of our patterns and be like, okay, I see Ooh, what yeah. I'm about to do. Yeah. I see what I'm feeling like doing. Yeah. This isn't of God. Mm. I need to place this underneath his feet. Yeah. And that's yeah. and again that that comes from oh my gosh, I ain't know I did not know where this where we're going today. <laughs> this is so good though. That come that comes with being honest yes. with ourselves and with him. Ourselves and with him. Yes. Like we gotta be honest with ourselves. With ourselves. Forget being honest with others. You have to be honest with yourself first. Because if you're not honest with yourself, how do you how do you expect to be honest with somebody else? Right. Right. Like, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. I tell my clients this all the time. You got to get to know you. Mm-hmm. And you got to look in the mirror and see everything. Yeah. You can't just look at the good stuff and, and ignore the bad stuff. But I'm, and, it, and again, it's not even about good or bad. It's yeah. patterns. It's yeah. patterns. Why are you doing what you're doing? Know yourself. Know yourself. Learn yourself. That's why I, I agree with you a lot of times when you when you say sit with yourself. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Sit with yourself. Ask questions about yourself. Mm-hmm. Like nothing's wrong with that. Know who you are. Know who you are. Because when you know who you are, mm-hmm. you can know if something needs to change or if you want something to change or if you want to do something to it. Just know you. It, it, not even. It, yeah, yeah, yes. Yes. And. And because I want to say not even, but yes, and 
even if it's something that you want, just want. Mm -hmm. This is what I want. Why? Why? Yeah. Ask the Why? questions. Why do you want that? There's nothing wrong with questions. Right. And is there a way for you to get it that honors God and honors your people? Like, and I think that's the caveat that a lot of people get lost in because, again, if in order for me to, you know, follow Christ, that means I can't do this and that. No, not necessarily. How can you get it? How yeah. can you receive it? How can you get it in a way that honors God? Because that's because that's the thing. God, God, God gave us a almost cause a big world. <laughs> he gave us a big world. You know. <laughs> He gave us this big world it, it, with infinite pleasures, infinite joys, infinite possibilities. He wouldn't have given us this whole world and then put us in a box and said, you can't enjoy it. That's why I'm glad we're going to Vegas. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so excited. The fact that we are not putting ourselves in a box like we used to in the past. Yeah. You know, about that. Was that no? We didn't. It wasn't this morning. Maybe it was last week. We kind of talked about that. Mm -hmm. um, the whole, you know, not going to a certain place or not doing this, doing this, and not, this doing, and not that doing that because of something specific, right? And so I'm glad that we're not in that box, so that mm -hmm. we can, you know, if we want to go out and explore, we can. We do that. can. Like we're thinking of things that. Well, I am personally mm -hmm. thinking of things and places that I want to go and things that I want to see. I don't feel like I'm, you know, boggled oh, down. down and have to be like, okay, well, maybe we can't do this because we have to do this, mm -hmm. you know, but I, I'm, I'm glad that we have that mindset now mm -hmm. to be like, okay, we want to go here. We want to see this. We want to do this because there is a big, it's a big world, world we live in. It's a big world. Why can't we, be, why can't we see it? Why? Right. Why? <laughs> right. Or, or, and, and not even, not even see it, but experience, experience it. it, experience it again, whatever those things that honor God, like if they're not honoring God, if they're not honoring him, then, you know, you got to pump brakes on things, and but ask questions. <laughs> right. But again, it's not to say that we can't ask the questions yeah. and place those thoughts under submission to Christ. Yeah. Like, does this line up with who you are? Mm -hmm. And so again, you know, this big world that we have, like that we, we, we don't have to be conformed to, you know, American Christianity or Southern Baptist Christianity or Southern Black Baptist Christianity, you know, in order to enjoy. Dude, go ahead. What I told you yesterday with the church that we seen, <laughs> um, with the church that we seen, we talked about, you know, the church was saying you can have this many wives, you can do this. Oh, uh -huh, yeah, do yeah, yeah, what yeah, did yeah. I kind of want to go. I kind of want to go. And then I asked my, I did, I asked myself the question, why? Because I'm just curious. As to what I said, and I said, you better be careful. They suck you in. Like, no, and then they're going to change, gonna change your name to Susan. They're going to call for. It's not going to change. You're going to wake up and somebody else clothes. They're going to call you Susie. But if you know me, if you know me, those who are watching this podcast or listening, I am a very curious person. And yes, sometimes that curiosity can or may not be good. Uh -huh. But that's why I ask the questions. 
because I know <laughs> I am curious and my curiosity in the past, like even before we've gotten married, has gotten me into some trouble. Mm -hmm. Because then too, back then, I didn't know that about myself. Mm -hmm. Curiousness, curiosity mm -hmm. that I possess. that I possess. I didn't know all of that about myself. Mm -hmm. And so now that I know, like I am a curious cat. Mm -hmm. Like I am just, my curiosity just goes beyond sometimes. And so when I said that, mm -hmm. like I just want to, I just want to hear <laughs> what they say. Like I, I don't know. It's just, it's just interesting to me to hear different people mm -hmm. and how they think. Mm -hmm. Not trying to change how they think and not trying to get them to change me because I, I'm, I'm very stubborn too. Mm -hmm. So if I look. I, you have to you have to be very convincing, mm -hmm. but then you have to show me in the Bible. Like, what is that? Right. What is that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I don't know. I guess I'm just very curious about certain things, certain places, certain people, which is why, again, I ask those questions. Mm -hmm. And I mean, is asking those questions. I mean, you you is ask the question. It's it? part of it. I mean, because now that you have the information, yeah. now that you have the information, now how does this Fit. Does this fit? Does this you know, fit does with this God? Fit? Is this aligned with God? Right. And no, I don't believe. No, no. Listen, but no. Um, mm -mm. but it's still just it's still just interesting to me mm -hmm. the way people think. And I know I'm going all off, but <laughs> <laughs> and that's why again I'm glad we're going to Vegas because people there think and act differently than we do here. You know and what? So, I don't. I don't. I don't. I would. I would. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. They just have access to oh, things. They okay, have more okay. access to things than we do here. Okay. Like it's that. easier access because I, I think people in Atlanta live like people in Vegas. Really? There's more access to things in, in Atlanta than Maybe there is in Valdosta. Well, they, they, they might be somewhere. <laughs> I'm not, I don't know where they at, but they might be somewhere. <laughs> We don't know because we don't live there. We live in Valdosta, <laughs> Georgia. You know, we live in this, you know, supposed to be a metro city that's staying, staying straight up rural. <laughs> so you I don't. Know what? And I'm okay with that. No, that makes me I'm, go out. I'm okay. Right. right. Yeah. That's, I'm no complaints. I'm just saying. Myself, I, I, I feel like yeah, how is this lining up with you know what mm -hmm. you know what the what the word says and what what Christ has said about Himself, and that's why. You know, to to kind of bring it back to the, the the original point here. A lot of times we think that when, we, when it comes to placing things under submission, when it comes to Romans 12, one and two, when it says to train would, would be renewed, you know, be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Um, we only think about bad thoughts. Yeah. We only think about negative thoughts. Mm -hmm. In the pol in the polarized world we live in today more so than in any other generation, we think about things in terms of good and bad. It's good and bad. So good good vibes only. Yeah. Don't bring that negativity over here. I want to be positive all the time. The power of positive thinking, you know, positive affirmations like you brought up before. Mm -hmm. Um and so for a lot of for a lot of us what we do we don't really take into consideration the fact that good thoughts can be um, can be ungodly too. Yes. And so, mm -hmm. I'm not, so I'm not advocating that 
you know what? No, I'm gonna take this all. I'm gonna take it all. I'm gonna step it all the way back. <laughs> oh, God, shh, God just showed me something. I'm gonna step it all the way back. Thinking back to what we said in Romans chapter one, where we can mistake the truth about God for a lie, right? Sometimes we can think that our negative thoughts are not of God. Sometimes we can think that I'm not supposed to feel bad. I'm not supposed to, you know, feel hurt. Mm -hmm. I'm not supposed to feel pain. This emotion is not a good emotion to feel. Stop feeling so stop it. Stop feeling it. But no, God is the author of every emotion we have. Yeah. Good, bad, or indifferent. He, by his permissive will, is the author of every thought that we have, too. And so a lot, so when we talk about taking every thought captive, every thought every. has to be made captive because we are going to think everything yes. and feel everything. I had a client who kept telling, who was trying to, who was telling me, I don't want to feel this grief. I don't want to feel this loss. Why not? Why? Because is it because you don't want to feel bad for the person being gone? Because you hated them, or is it because it's a bad feeling that you don't like? Mm -hmm. You gotta, as yeah. Boyle said, as Boyle said, I need to feel this sadness. Mm -hmm. Yes. And sometimes we can mistake bad feelings as ungodly. Yeah. And so we think, I need to push this away. I need to leave this alone. Yeah. And again, half your songs are nothing but bad feelings. Mm -hmm. I tell, I tell this to people all the time when they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, one of those songs, I can't remember which one it is, it literally ends saying, death is my only friend. That's some deep depression. Yeah. Okay? That is some deep sadness. Psalm 73, one of my favorite psalms in the book, says, I sit here and I see all these people who don't follow you, who are prospering in this world. I'm wondering to myself, why am I serving you and struggling? I thought serving you meant I would be over them, but these fat cats, literally fat cats is in the, in the work, they're literally living the good life I thought I was supposed to be living by serving you. Why? Why am I? Right. That's an emotion. Job. 40 mm -hmm. chapters is him being frustrated with yes. God. And now God doesn't give him the comforting answer. He basically tells him, who are you to question me and what I'm doing? But he gave him the ability to feel it. Yes. And then cast him down or strike mm -hmm. him down because he was thinking those negative thoughts. Mm -hmm. So that's why even for me, when we're, when we're talking to our youngest, I tell her all the time, I'm not trying to take your feelings from you. Your feelings are your feelings. Yeah. But what are you doing with them? What are you doing about them? Yes. You know, and that's the same thing I, I say to, I'm saying to all of us, our feelings, good, bad, or indifferent, our feelings, our thoughts, good, bad, or indifferent, our thoughts. It's what we do with them, like you said earlier, that makes the difference. And that's why, bring it back again, our negative thoughts, the negative feelings that we have, just because we have them doesn't make them ungodly. Just like, our good thoughts and our good feelings don't make, make them, them godly. Come on. Just because they make us feel good. Yeah. Just, 
just because a, a preacher preaches a sermon that makes you feel good on the inside doesn't mean it's the gospel. Just because yeah. a TikToker says that they, you know, looked at this scripture and it made them think this thing and feel this way doesn't mean that it's the gospel. Sometimes in the in, in the the word says this, the gospel hurts. Yeah. It cuts. Yeah. It's a two-edged sword. It's meant to the it's meant to cut through bone and marrow. You know how sharp a, a sword's got to be to cut through bone and what? marrow? That's what the word does. It gets to the heart of the matter. Yeah. It hurts sometimes. And those hurtful feelings, those hurtful, those hurtful moments are not meant to be a punishment. They are meant to be disciplined yeah. to conform us into the pattern of Christ. And so sometimes, you know, just because we feel good doesn't mean it's God. Just because it feels good, it's like, yeah, like, I, re I remember when in, in 2014 through 2015, 2016, when the gospel really started to take root in our hearts. My, yeah, teach doc, preach doc, really changed. Yeah. I got real quiet. Yeah. And I started paying attention more. Yeah, exactly. Like, mm -hmm. let, me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me follow where you're going. Yeah. Okay. 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 Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Oh, you, you were right there. You were right there. And then, yeah. That was me coming home every Sunday. <laughs> like, a month straight. Yeah, yeah, like, God, he, he, he was right there. And then he dropped it. He, he missed it. And on repeat, that kept happening in a lot of churches with a lot of pastors. And it's because I, start, I stopped feeling good. Because what you were saying. Because those messages... Those messages, they will they make are you good feel. Messages. They really, they, they're they really good and really, really good. inspirational. Yes. Make you feel. And there's nothing wrong with inspiration. There's nothing wrong with but that. You, the Bible is not just about inspiration. Oh no, no. It's about God. It's about God. <laughs> and conforming to Him, His glory, yeah. being known, known and revered and renowned throughout the cosmos, and we are the messengers of that thing in both word and deed. And it's like. If we, if all we're doing is wanting to go to church to feel good in the moment, then we're not growing. We're not growing. We have to. We have to. We have to experience the hurt and the pain that comes with conformity because God's literally burning things off of us, yes. things that are not of Him, things that are not like Him. And for a lot of us, we we mistake God for good vibes. Yeah. And yeah. that's not God. That's why huh, when we do that, that's why you hear a lot of people when something's bad, that something bad is happening to them. Mm -hmm. They're like, Satan, get behind me. Satan, get up under my feet. But look. And God's Satan sitting here like, through. come on. God like, this me, boo. This me. That ain't him. Stop giving him the credit. All that's going on in your life right now. I'm trying to, I'm trying to make you into what you said you wanted to be. Yes. This is not Satan. This is what happens when you go through the process. Because, Lord, Satan will give you some of the good things. Come on. The good vibes. The good, vibes. The good feelings. Come the on. good relationship. The good house. The good car. The good kids. And then you sitting around one day wondering, yes. for what? I got it. Now what? 
and your soul still empty on the inside, still longing on the inside, still wanting on the inside. And that's why I said, that's why, that's why this thought really permeated with me. It's like our good thoughts, mm -hmm. our good feelings, those good vibes. Are we placing those under the feet of Jesus too? Or are we just saying, well, thank you, Jesus. And going on about our going about our merry way. No, let, okay. I see a good thing happening. I got a good thought in my head. Jesus, this is what you want for me. Not saying, Lord, give me a sign. Like we're not. I'm not. You know, Lord, if this is really your will, then drop two birds in the sky. Like no. Let me just. I'm just God. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know whether it is or not. Yeah. I'm. Just, I'm just gonna lay it under your feet. Mm -hmm. and, and, the, and the great thing about God is, like with us, with a lot of things, He just gives you the choice. Gives you choice. Gives do you, you want to do it or do not? Do you want to do it or not? It's it's really that simple. And if you go about and you're doing it, and you realize you don't want to do it no more. All right, okay. not the end of the world. That's that's the thing I love about God. Like God is not gonna have you flip through this book and land on Zephaniah three. And say the Lord your God is in your midst. That means it's gonna <laughs> rain today. Ooh, yes. so, and, but 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 it, and even when God gives you that choice, just be willing to if He gives you the opportunity to to talk about Him, mm -hmm. don't dismiss Him. Don't dismiss it. Even if He gives you the choice after you've taken that to His feet, even when He just gives you the choice, if you want to, you can. If you don't want to, you don't have to. Just in the midst of you not doing it or doing it, if I give you an opportunity mm -hmm. to talk about me, mm -hmm. do it. Right. So that's what it's really about. <laughs> we're we're <laughs> out here being light. We're out here being yes. light in the darkness. And so in these spaces and in these moments, like even with me, you know, writing my fantasy novel, my fantasy novel ain't, ain't a lick of Jesus in it. But there's so much Jesus in it yeah. that if yeah. someone were to read my book, if they knew what they were looking at, uh -huh. they were like, huh, that's God. Yeah. That's, that's Christ. That's Christ-like right there. Mm -hmm. Like that, And then it opens an opportunity to talk about what were you thinking about when you wrote this part? Well, see, in this moment, like, you know, the fact that, you know, um, you know, Simone says Malcolm from this is indicative of how sometimes we, we don't see what's coming our way. And then here come God to our rescue. And how God saved you. He from saved this. me from this. Save me from this. See, danger seen and unseen. Save me from this Save stuff. From you know? And so it is. You didn't know that. Right. Because, you know. Right. And the Holy Spirit got this. And so it's like, again, that's why, you know, for me, thinking about good, good thoughts and bad thoughts, I go back to, you know, and I can't call it a pet peeve anymore because I'm on it now. Like, I'm on the TikTok. We're on TikTok. Jesus Unfiltered is on TikTok. And so we are we are one of many voices. Many voices. And for a lot of us, we don't we can't tell the difference. Mm. We can't tell the difference between the real and the fake anymore because everything, everything's been put in good feeling versus bad feeling. Yeah. What does this mean for me? Yeah. And not just what does the word say about this? Yeah. What does this mean for me? So it makes me feel good. If it makes me feel important. If it makes me feel, you know, worthy. It makes me feel validated and all those things. That I'm just going to take it. Even if taking it means that I got to compromise on the gospel. That's why when it said, and I'm going to read it again because I don't want to flub it up. Um, in Colossians, um, 
when it talks about the plausible arguments, he says, see to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy yes. and empty deceit according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world and not according to Christ. Because again, it's very easy for something to feel good. I love that. Can you can you go back there? I guess no, no, you know, gotta go back there. The word that stood out to me was tradition. Tradition is not Christ. Philosophy is, is not, not Christ. Christ. Like people, people. The zodiac is, is not, not Christ. Christ. People will take that. And just go ham on it. Yes. Like, no, this tradition has to be this way because this is what God wants. Right. Boo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, God wants the same thing, mm -hmm. but times change. Like, right. And e things, everything can become a tradition. Thank you. Everything can become a tradition. And, and trust, 30 years from now, the way in which we're doing this thing, someone's going to take it and flip it. Mm-hmm. And it's no—it's no longer going to be podcast. It's yeah. going to be something completely different than what it is now. And if we get frustrated with well, that's not the way that we did it, now we're the tradition that needs to be dismantled. And so, once again, it ain't Christ. Just like we said when we talked when we um—I I can't remember which um podcast it was, but you know, if Jesus came back today, if he, Jesus was living today. He would be dismantling everything he sees now. If he lived in 1619 when people were using the Bible to, you know, brainwash the slaves, he would have denounced that. They would have burned him at the stake mm. for saying, that ain't Christ. Oh, 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 no. we got to burn him because he's trying to take our money from us. Like, if he would have gone back to the days of the Catholicism when it got really bad, you know, before Martin Luther came on the scene. And not, not Martin Luther King, I'm talking about Martin Luther, the, 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 the theologian. Like, you know, when Roman Catholicism was real bad, Jesus would have came then and be like, no, this is not it. This, no, y'all ain't supposed to set yourselves up to be kings. That's not what I came out here to do. And so on repeat, like, you know, all these, these, these traditions and these rules and these codes and practices, I say it all the time. We are so illiterate. God, we're illiterate. Not just with our Bibles, but we're illiterate with our history. Our history goes back 2,000 years, not 1865. Yeah. Our history as Christians goes so far back yeah. and reaches so many continents. The, the, the word of God has spread throughout the world. There are Christians in China, Christians in Russia, Christians in Australia, Christians in Africa. Most of the Christian theologians of the early days before 300 were from Africa. Ethiopia especially, like they, they, like they were the bosses when it came to Christianity. Like they, they, were, they run laps around us Americans because they were the first ones to get it. And they've been, they've been running with it ever since. And so it's like, you know, for a, lot of, for a lot of people, like if we could ever just take the opportunity to really get to know who we are as Christians, in the in our history, a lot of the stuff that we see nowadays, we'd be like, "Nah, that ain't it. That, that that ain't it." But again, that's what takes it takes people captive. It holds people captive, and they think that their way is the only way to peace and prosperity and joy and love and all those other things. And on the flip side of that, 
you have people who will pick apart pieces of scripture that make sense to them, yes. especially a part where Jesus said, we are gods. So that means I'm a God. And it's like, dude, you're building a whole philosophy <clears throat> off of one thing Christ said, and you ain't even looking at the context in which he used that. Yeah. Like that had nothing to do with us being gods when he said that. You got to go back to the Psalm and go back to what the Psalm was trying to say that Jesus quoted when he said what he said to the Pharisees. You ain't looking hard enough at that. But again, we'll take it because it makes us feel good. It feels good to know that I'm the master and commander of my own life. That all I got to do is think it and I will be it. That all I got to do is dream it and I will achieve it. All I got to do is affirm it and it will be mine. That all I have to do is align myself to what it is that I want. And then I will naturally attract those things to me. That I don't have to work for what I want. I don't have to work to gain what it is that I'm looking for in my life. It will just naturally flow to me if I just think it. Like, dude, no, it, that's not God. That's not Christ. Yes, you can think something and it'll be in his will. But God also says you don't work, you don't eat. So what you going to do? <laughs> like, and so, it, it, but, but even in that, like, I don't want to take that scripture and rip it in, in saying yeah. that what, what, well, what I'm saying is that we, that's what, that's the argument. We, so you, you say that, you know, God says, I just thinking and I, you asking it shall be given, but I can tell, I got a whole nother scripture that says, um, you know, if you don't work, you don't eat. Mm -hmm. So, the, so we can argue all day. We can yeah. parse words all day. Can we get to the truth? Yeah. Can we get to the gospel? Because again, that's what we as people do. We break things so that we can take the pieces that fit that fit us and what we want for our lives, and we're not placing it under God's feet. So when we hear these people on TikTok and YouTube and all of them that have these great things to say, they make us feel good. But are we taking that proverbial that proverbial step back and saying, "Yeah, this feels good, but is this God? God, is this you?" Because I don't, <laughs> I don't want to feel good if it ain't you. Mm -hmm. Moses, God was talking to Moses and told Moses, man, I'm going to give you everything. Give you everything. You just won't have me. Moses was like, well, shoot, there ain't no point. Yeah. There ain't no point. Because the whole reason us following you is because of you. We don't need the promised land. We're, we need you. You. Are. <laughs> yes. All right. That made me feel good. Yes, God is the promised land. Like we, we, like we're we're spending all our time and spending all our energy trying to create the promised land of our dreams on Earth. When God's like, "No, I'm the promised land." But are you allow? Are you allowing your thoughts to override me? Because it's good vibes only. The same God who made the good is the same God who made the bad. And all those things, whether good or bad, are leading us closer to him. And so we got to ask ourselves, not just with our negative thoughts and our negative feelings, is this of God, but the good stuff too. Because, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that. and again, it's not as simple as, you know, that was the wrong job for me. I shouldn't have never taken that job. No, it's God gave you a choice. And you made your choice and it came with consequences. So now in the midst of those consequences, what is what is God teaching you in this lesson yeah. or what is God revealing to you in his permissive will? What is he trying to help you understand? 
what is he doing? Oh my gosh, what is he doing in you? Did anything wrong? No, you did nothing wrong. You just made a choice. Yeah, you made a choice. It wasn't the wrong job in his eyes. It was the you. You were exactly where you're supposed to be for his will to be done to be made manifest in your life. So sometimes it ain't about picking the wrong job or even dare I say it, picking the wrong person to be with. You know. Now you know in that mist, learn your lesson and get out. Learn your lesson and get out. But I'm dumb going in either though. That part, okay. <laughs> what you doing for? Why? 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 Put that on a submission. Yeah. Why do yeah. I want this person so badly? No. Is it something in me that I'm trying to that I need God to fill that space up with, so then I can have clearer eyes to see? Mm -hmm. But that's a whole another conversation for another day. From that, from that podcast that we listened to yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, man, that's where that's where all this was coming from for me. Like I, I feel like we don't spend enough time asking the real question, God, all of my thoughts, mm -hmm. I need to place under submission. All of my feelings, I need to place under submission. All of my decisions, what I want to do, I need to place them under submission because I don't want anything, I don't want anything to lead me away from you. Yeah. You know, again, those plausible arguments and taking those thoughts captive, they're all a matter of ensuring that we are not being led astray from God. And so even the good feelings can sometimes put us in a place of lull us to sleep mm -hmm. spiritually because we feel good. Yeah. And I think, and I think that's been, if I can confess, I think that's been part of the problem with me for the past three weeks. Like I've been great and I've been scared at the same time. And it's because, and it's not even because of like the problems with you and me, but I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to be lulled to sleep because I know sometimes when we are when we're in a good place, and this, I'm talking in general, when we get in a good place with God, when we're on the mountain, we can sometimes be lulled to sleep because things are going so well, and in our complacency, the enemy can sneak in. Yeah. And so I think for me, I've been, and I, I thank God for this podcast today. I think that's what it's been for me. I've been afraid that I'm being lulled to sleep by things being so good right now in my life. I'm not asking for trials and tribulations, Jesus. Don't give me trials and tribulations, please. I don't need a wake up call of that nature. That's why I'm here now confessing my sin. <laughs> I'm confessing to you now. Um, but that's been my thing. I don't want to be lulled to sleep to where the enemy can catch me off guard. Enemy can catch me unaware. The enemy can do something, um, you know, that causes me to be led astray from God. Because again, the enemy ain't going. The enemy isn't always showing up in trials and tribulations. Sometimes that's God. So I don't want to mistake the truth about God for a lie myself. Um, but I also don't want to get in a place where I'm lulled to the point where the enemy can sneak in and just lead me from God. I feel like a lot of 2020, 2021. 2022 was a lot of leading away from him in these subtle ways. And though my heart was tethered to God, a lot of the leading astray um, was causing me to believe more in therapy, to believe more in Enneagram and all that stuff and not believing in him. You feel me? And so for Why me, you think I always ask you questions. listen, I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. Because again, like I, I felt that like I, for, again, I know, I know we over time, but, like 
that for a long time, 2021, I can admit I was upset with God. I was frustrated with him. We just lost the church, you know, and even though we were glad to be free, you know, I'm sitting here angry with him, you know, because I'm like, God, because I, I was mad. I didn't want that. I didn't want that mission. I knew that's what he sent us in there to do. I knew Isaiah mission was it's six months in. I knew this is the Isaiah mission. We had this conversation, but I didn't want it. I didn't want that. I was hoping that Isaiah would flip and it never did. And so I was like, dude, like that. So it stung. And so then come to find out that I was living out granddad's dream and not, you know, what God, what, well, thinking I was living out granddad's dream and it was God's permissive will that led me to where we needed to be to where we are now. But at the time, I couldn't see it. I, it's like somebody has said it in a sermon um, yesterday. God's over here. I'm over here. So I can't see. I can't see what he has over here. So I'm frustrated over here while God's saying, trust me, I already see how this is going to end. So I need, just need you to I know, just buckle up. We're going to get through these pages. But I'm already over here because I'm everywhere. I already know how this ends. And so for me, you know, 2021, I keep looking aside because the, 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 it's like, it just it's keeps. beautiful. Yeah, that, that's why I, I can't stop focusing on Like, it's I'm beautiful. trying, listen, I'm trying to focus on this camera <laughs> so many times, but I keep looking outside. Um, but, um, but that's what it was for me. Like, I, I was frustrated with God, and in my frustration, the plausible arguments, right. mm -hmm. the plausible arguments and the philosophy and the empty deceit started to creep in. And in doing that, like, thank God for therapy. Yeah. Thank God for the Enneagram and showing me patterns. But just like we said before, now That's that I have things. this, not right, they're good, no, right, these good things, if I let them lead my life, mm -hmm. it's straying me away from God. So yeah. the question I should have been asking, which is the question, like, again, and thank God for bringing, you know, for all things working together for his good, I should have been saying, okay, God, you've shown me this about myself. I see. Under submission. Now, what do you want me to, what do you do, want me to do with this? What, do you, what, what would you have for me to do? Because now, now that I see my patterns, now that I understand my thoughts, now that I understand why I do what I do, help me. And not, and not allow me to be like, okay, well, you know, Instagram is where I'm at. Like, this is where I am now. And so again, you know, I tell people all, I tell people all the time, um, you have to know who you are. But in knowing who you are, like I'm telling, like we're telling ourselves now, today, what you are, place it under submission. Good, bad, and different. Place it under submission. Yep. How can who I am and what I am glorify you? How can it, how can it magnify you? Mm -hmm. How can it align with your will? Mm -hmm. What you want me to do? Right. Cause we're not saying don't go to therapy. Please go to therapy. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Please look at the go get the self help books. They help. They oh. they help. But place it under submission. Yes, whatever you learn. Place it under submission. Cause if it's not gospel, if it, if if you can't if you can't tease God out of that, or if God can't take that over, rather I'm gonna say it like that. If God can't take that over, mm -hmm. you don't need it. Yeah, you don't need it. My abandonment issues, God can take that. You know, my attachment issues, God can take that. My people-pleasing issues, God can take that and do, and do something about that. Mm -hmm. You know, even with the Enneagram stuff, like, yeah, I know my basic patterns, but now God help me to deal with this yeah. because I don't want to be, oh my gosh, 
I just had a breakthrough this morning. I don't <laughs> want to be the best type two. I want to be the man you made me to be. Yeah. I want to be who you designed me to be, not what the book says mm-hmm. I'm I supposed am. to be. Because exactly. the Enneagram, if I do that, is no different than the Zodiac. It's no different than human design. It's no different than, you know, astrology and all that kind of stuff. I'm saying I'm based on where the moon and the sun were when I was born on February 22nd at 530. That's who I am. No, man. God says I, you are who I made you to be. So take everything that you've done and place it under me. Everything that you've learned and place it under me. Not to say there isn't some truth. You know, in yeah. what the Zodiac says or what human design says, but what does God say? Mm-hmm. Because just like you may have a certain temperament, God says, I can change that. Mm-hmm. I can, I can, I can, I can rock all of that if you place it in the knee. Yep. So that's all. That's it. I'm going to yep. hush. I'm going to hush. You got anything else? That's it. No, nope. Okay. Well, I, we'd certainly appreciate y'all for listening to us and um, listening to this podcast once again. Um, this has been good for my soul. Here, I'm going to got some stuff to go journal on now, <laughs> for sure. Um, and that's another thing. I'm sorry. We no, go ahead. Soon. No, we're talk. Talk to me. Because we don't. are over time. No, we ain't. Uh, but in, in, placing, yeah, <laughs> in placing those things under submission to God, that means that you have to get it out. That's what I was thinking about. Mm. You need to get it out. Mm-hmm. We talked about this a little bit a little yesterday, bit. I thought. We, we tapped it um, earlier today. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that we, was so we said it just now. You we need said to get it out. And mm-hmm. that's why when you mentioned journaling, it made me go, it made me think about what I wanted to say. Mm. Like, in order to, in order to place those thoughts under submission, all those thoughts, yeah, you need dedication, self-awareness, and faith in God. But you have to get those things out because if you being keep honest them, with yourself. being honest mm-hmm. with yourself, mm-hmm. if you can't get them out, mm-hmm. then that means that you're stuck in you and then you're just lying to yourself. Yes. And you're thinking that yes. God, then you're thinking that you're lying to God, which you are, but God already knows, first of all. But getting those things out, whether you're speaking them out, mm-hmm. whether you're talking to somebody about mm-hmm. them, or whether you're writing them. Yes. Like, I, I you... I know some people may be thinking, well, dang, I got to just like place every decision that I want to make under submission. Yes. yes. That's why I think yes. that journaling and writing is a good thing. Writing about your day, writing about what you thought, writing about how you felt, getting all of these emotions, ideas and thoughts out some kind of way helps. Go ahead. The Psalms are journal entries. Yes. The Psalms. are. I, oh, my gosh. Like. The Psalms are journal entries. The Psalms were songs that were sung in uh worship services sometimes. But not all of them. Some of them are just literally poems. They are someone's thoughts. Thoughts. Their emotions on paper. We just happen to canonize it. But thank God somebody canonized it. Because now we get to see. These are thoughts. These are emotions. The Proverbs are thoughts. Yes. They are emotions. They're wisdom. Mm-hmm. Song of Solomon is a is a love song from 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 two people who really loved each other and loved each other very very well. And I'm glad it's there so we can know. Oh, I can tell my wife how beautiful she is in explicit detail, and it's okay. <laughs> like, dude, like, but they, but these are thoughts. Yeah. 
These yes. are thoughts. Ecclesiastes is thoughts. Uh -huh. Yes. I realize after all the living that I live uh -huh. that everything is meaningless. Yeah. I did all the party and it was meaningless. I, I did great things that was meaningless. I, you know, had loose sex with every person I wanted to. It was meaningless. I built monuments and castles and moats and gave all my money and it was all meaningless. I learned at the end of my life that the only thing that matters is doing God's will. Yeah. Like, dude, those are thoughts. thoughts. Get them out. Get them out. People got them out. So yes. there's nothing wrong with getting them out. Right. Job and all his madness. Thoughts. Got them out. <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> David, after he did what he did, Psalm 51. Thoughts. Exactly. God, so. please forgive me for the mess that I yeah. made. That's all I wanted to say. That's all no, I wanted to no, say. I'm, no, I'm there with you now, man, because it's true. It's true. Like, half of the, oh my gosh, half of the song lyrics in a lot of gospel songs, if you really start listening to a lot of other gospel artists who, like, talk about Where real stuff. Where is it coming from? Um, what? The songs that you're talking about? I mean, well, no, 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 no. Well, no, the songs that we listen to now, like, gospel songs that we listen to now, yeah. a lot of them are thoughts. Think about Blanca's Uncovered. There's nothing in there hopeful about that song. She's literally saying, I'm afraid of showing who I am to people. Mm. I don't want to be uncovered. Gotcha. Am I uncovered right now? I don't want to be uncovered. Hide me. I don't want people to see my mess. I don't want people to see my issues. I don't want people to see oh, all of me because if I they feel. see me, oh my God, what does that mean for me? That's a gospel song. But there's not a lick of it's Jesus true. in there, right? But it's it true. is. But and it, right, right. Like you're not hearing the lyric, you don't hear Jesus' name in there. But if you know what it's you're listening wrong. to, that's how we feel. If they really knew who I am, then the Lord have mercy. What would happen to me? You know. But all we ever hear on the radio is the same old platitudes about Christ, which is good. I'm not complaining. Thank God for it, because it is what led us to know who Blanca is in the first place. Let alone half of these other people. Um, but a lot of times, like, you're not going to get the realness because, you know, that's not what, that's not what's going to, you know, make money on these radio stations. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But still, like, half of the songs that we listen to, even, even secular artists, when you get past a lot of the funkiness and all that, get them, those are the thoughts. They're thoughts. They're emotions. Emotions. And they're real. That's what, and so. experiences. Yes. So it's like, dude, you got to get this stuff out of you. Because if you don't get it out of you, it's going to stay stuck inside. And it's going to build up. It's going to either build up and you're going to explode or it's going to get buried and it's going to come out later in life. Yeah, you're going to be so resentful. Yes. Bitter and resentful. And, and what God is saying is, I already know it. So say it anyway. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I, yes. There's this movie called um, Serenity. It's called Serenity. Uh -huh. And at the end of the, at the end, it was so good. At the <laughs> end of that movie, the girl who knows everything is sitting with the captain, and she and she says, "Where are we going?" And he says, "You already know what I'm going to say." And she's like, "Yeah, but I still want to hear it." That's how God is with us. Yeah, He knows everything, but He still wants to hear it. He still wants to see it. He still wants to go through that journey with you. That's the God who, that is the God we serve. Where he's not just some infinite being who's sitting up behind me like, you know what? 
No, he's sitting right here with us saying, yeah, I know, I, I know, but talk to me anyway. Because a lot of times he's like, yeah, I know, let me know. Mm. And that's where that whole self-awareness comes. What do I think you know? Yeah. Come on, we gotta go. We gotta oh, go. Man. We're gonna bring this it. Good. We're gonna make up. No, we're not for I mean, yeah, we will, but that's this is good stuff. For me. That, was, that, was, that was that was good. That was good. So thank y'all so much. We're probably for, not gonna be done talking about this after. Probably not. <laughs> we may have to do like an overtime, you know, unfiltered recording. Um, but this is but I but thank y'all again so so much for your viewership for your listening. We are on YouTube. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Music, and we um, we clip on TikTok. Um, so feel free to you know jump into the comments, jump into the DMs, um, wherever you are listening to us or watching us. And again, thank y'all so so much for yes. taking your time to listen to us. Um, and yeah, man, um, you know I guess as an old catchphrase, if you can't see the good, be the good. We love you guys. Peace out. <laughs>